You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's drive time now. Welcome to Tribe Talk on the Cleveland Indians Radio Network. Tribe Talk is brought to you by Progressive, helping Indians fans save hundreds on car insurance. Welcome to Tribe Talk today from Tribe Fest in downtown Cleveland at the Convention Center. Jim Rose announced along with you as we bring you our show live today, which is uh, something we don't normally do, but we are happy to do it from Tribe Fest today. And uh, obviously, you, you probably wouldn't be making your way down here at this point with Tribe Fest starting to, to wind down. But hopefully, you've had a chance to be here today. What a great event, especially since moving to the Convention Center a couple of years back. There have been uh, events on the main stage, uh, photo opportunities with 35 different players are in town this weekend uh, to be a part of Tribe Fest. My favorite, the wiffle ball and uh, soft baseball field in the middle here, a replica uh, field dimensions of uh, progressive field. Just a great time. And just about every member of the Indians roster has been out there. And some notable alums like Super Joe, Super Joe Charbonneau, who is our first guest right out of the chute. Joe, great to see you. Thanks, Rosie. What a great time. I was over watching the kids hit, and Frankie Lindor's pitching to the kids. How exciting. And then Reyes pitched to him, and you're with a – what a great time, able to interact with the current and former Indians players like that. Pretty good matchup there. Lindor on the mound facing Reyes at one point. That was interesting. Yeah, yeah, but uh, – I think Lindor gave up a dong. Gave up a homer. <laughs> the first one I've seen today was second time over there. So that's pretty cool. You hit a home run off Frankie Lindor, and you score Reyes from first. I mean, that's awesome. He's a good shortstop, though, Lindor. I mean, yeah. it didn't go well on the mound today, but he's a pretty good shortstop. Yeah, I don't think they're going to pull him off short to pitch soon. <laughs> but maybe if you're 12, 10 or 12-year-old, what, what a great memory. What a great moment, man. Hey, did they have anything like this when, when you were with the Tribe? No, we did the press tour, which I yeah. think you're involved in and do yearly. And that's how we kind of reached out to the different communities and some of the places, uh, you know, two, three hours out of Cleveland. That some kids can't get to Cleveland at that time, whether it's financial or, or their parents work or don't have the time to get there. And we'd go out, and it was really fun meeting you know, doing a luncheon and meeting kids and reaching out, you know, to uh, Indians fans that maybe only get the game once a year. You wander around here. I know you've been here all day, season ticket holder event in the morning and then the, the general public in the afternoon. How much do people come up to you and say, hey, I love that rookie that rookie year with, you know, everything that you did and, and that kind of stuff. How many folks still remember? I get some older people that do. I think Nate's really camouflaging me here without my name on my back. 
So I, I'm kind of lipping around, you know, without my name on the back. But a few people do, fewer of the older fans do. Uh, the younger kids obviously are really wrapped up in the current Indians, Lindor and some of the other players, Ramirez and some of the uh, uh, pitching staff, some of the other players. But it's really cool when their parents come up and explain to them, talk, and the autograph part of it's cool because it, it's so cool anyway, it's mostly families here. But when you autograph and you got a grandfather, his son, and then his grandson there, and it's three generations getting autographs going through the line for the current players, it's really cool how they share that. But it's such a good time. I'm sure when I take off my jersey and leave, I'll be able to walk through the crowd and nobody will know who I am, or maybe a couple of people. But either way, it's a cool feeling being recognized still. Former American League Rookie of the Year, Joe Charbonneau joining us. And, uh, and Joe, fill the fans in on what you're up to. It's pretty cool what you're still doing baseball-wise with uh, another former Cleveland Indian. Yeah, Lenny Barker got me involved uh, Notre Dame College when he took over as the head coach. I, I resigned from the Crushers. You know, I had enough of the minor league stuff riding the buses, and Lenny called me as soon as I resigned from the Crusher and said, hey, you know, I got another job for you. You're going to come be my hitting coach. They didn't have a hitting coach. I go, Lenny, you're nuts. I just got off the buses and kind of going to take a year or so off. But he got me in there right away. We've had a blast ever since. And he kind of got me re-involved in baseball for the fact that I love working with him. He runs a great program. He's disciplined with the kids. Grades come first. He stresses your education. Uh, and there's a lot of good stuff going on there. And then number two, he's teaching good baseball, good solid baseball. He's turned that program around. So I'm excited about baseball. And we start next month, which is amazing. Or this month, actually. It's the first. It's right? February. Yeah. Here we are. This, next, this Thursday, we're busting to uh, uh, North, South, North South Carolina, one of them is going to play uh, a college down there. We come back, go to St. Louis, come back, go to Indianapolis, then we're off running. So It's so strange growing up in the Northern California area than playing baseball in snow in Cleveland. Makes you tough, doesn't it? Oh, it does. These guys are unbelievable. I'm all bundled up and our guys are pitching, playing like that. It's a different breed out here, man. They're all weather players. It's amazing. When you look at, at what you're doing now, teaching, hitting, coaching, for some players who were good at that as a player, it doesn't necessarily translate into coaching. What's allowed you to, to be able to get your messages across and help the kids? Yeah, it took a long time. When Kevin Romberg first got me involved in the minor leagues when he was one of the owners of the Canton team in the Frontier League, you know, I thought I knew hitting and I got involved. And, I learned a lot from the kids, what they were looking for, what helps them. Um, it's kind of evolved over all these years, you know. I, I used to think there was kind of my way, set way to help a kid, but you work off them, work with their athleticism, a couple different things. So it's really evolved. It's just confidence, getting them to believe themselves, getting them to go to the plate, not be afraid to make an out. Just going up there, okay, hey, I'm going to make outs. I'm not going to the plate afraid to make an out. And uh, a good approach and solid baseball. And when they're in a slump, man, that's that's where it becomes tough. A slump's like a cold. Whatever you do, it lasts 10 days, man. And when they're a kid and they're in college, they really think the world's coming to an end. Uh, Joe, just wrapping up, how closely do you follow 
the Indians now and, and keep tabs on what they're doing. Oh, very close. I've been fortunate enough to work with them. I'm an ambassador of baseball. Me and Lenny Barker with the Indians. I've been with them for double-digit years now, and I just enjoy doing it. Enjoy coming to the park. Enjoy working out of the Hargrove Suite. Indians Charities is really close to my heart. I love doing the Indians Charities. Just got back from fantasy camp, so I'm blessed. College ball with Lenny Barker and the Indians with Lenny Barker. And you're a tri-fest today. Great to have oh, you here, yeah. Joe. Thank you for coming by. Thanks, Rosie. Super Joe Charbonneau, our first guest on today's edition of Tribe Talk. New catcher Sandy Leone will stop by shortly as we'll continue after this short break. Three and two the count. Here it comes. Swung on and there's a high fly ball. Deep left field, way back and over the monster. A three-run home run off the bat of Sandy Leone. And the Red Sox have blown this one wide open. It is nine to three, Boston. Ah, you just sound annoyed right there, don't you? <laughs> but now Sandy Leone is on on our side. He's with the Cleveland Indians, uh, former Red Sox catcher Jim Rosenhouse, back with you live from Tribe Fest, and we have a chance to meet new Indians catcher Sandy Leone. Came over in the off season and. Uh, Sandy, great to have you here. How are you enjoying Tribe Fest no, so far? Uh, thank you guys for the opportunity. I mean, I'm really happy to be to be here with, with you guys and to be here with with the, uh, with the team, with the Indians. I, I mean, I think it's gonna be really really good, uh, really good year for us. And then, I mean, looking forward just to to have fun with the team. Do you remember that home run that Matsi just played there? I did. I think <laughs> I think it was against Oliver Perez oh. at home. Yeah. Maybe that's why he could make it today. Maybe he, <laughs> he knew that was coming. Um, we are right across from the the replica stadium where their kids are playing soft baseball. You were out there earlier. How did you do? I was there. I mean, I didn't play a lot. I, think I got only like one or two at bats, but I just I just have fun just watching the kids. Just they have so much so, so much energy. Just running around, just sliding everywhere, just trying to catch the ball. I mean, I think it's really good, really good for them just to even to just to play, just to be around uh, the old guys, even me or. Or any player, I think they, that's that's what they want, just to have fun with, with us. Did they wipe you out? Uh, they did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you come here, and obviously you like to have some familiar faces. And I know you've, you've played with some players and, and seen some. Um, Carl Willis was the pitching coach when, when you were in Boston, and I know you know Terry Francona loosely. Uh, how important is that when you come to a new team to, to at least have some people that, that you've been with before? Yeah, I think it's really good, even even because they, they know me, they, they know what, what I can do, uh, they they know what, what kind of player I am. Uh, I think uh, it's good just to, especially know the pitching coach, you know, just I know it's really good communicating with the players, uh, communicating with the pitching staff, and then it's going to help me a lot because, I mean, I, it's a lot of new faces for me, new pitchers, so you ask me questions, just having the changes too because I already, I already met him before. It's going to be good for me just to communicate with him and knowing the guys. You have a reputation as a very good defensive catcher. So does Roberto Perez. Um, can, can that two-catcher tandem really feed off each other and help each other along the way as the season goes along? Of course. Of course. I think that's the that's most important thing is in, in one team just to – I think if the catcher, they – they get along really well, and they're gonna help. They're gonna help the team a lot, especially the pitching staff. Communicate. He knows the pitcher more more than me, so I'm gonna ask a lot of questions to him in the all spring training. And then we already know. I know him, Roberto, from a couple years ago in the minor leagues. But that's for me. I think it's, it can help the, the the pitching staff and the team 100. percent 
you'll find this out when you get to spring training, but you'll, you'll probably get a, a pretty good chance to work extensively with Sandy Alomar, um, noted as a, a very good catching instructor. Um, do you know much about Sandy? And I, or know, I know Sandy because he was a really good player before, really yeah. good catching, and, and a catching, and uh, he ha we had the same name. <laughs> so uh, I know Sandy just before because I, pl I play against the Indians. But I'm talking with Roberto, talking with the guys, with the coaches, uh, everybody told me he's, he's a great, great, uh, great catching instructor, great, uh, great coach, a great person, a great teammate. So I'm, I look forward just to work with him. When a player's traded, I'm sure there's mixed emotions. Um, what was your reaction when when things started to happen in terms of the transaction? Had you end up here? Uh, when they called me, uh, it was late night. I mean, I've been I've been with Boston for the last five years. So when they told me, I was like, I mean, the first thing I think it was like. Uh, my family first. Uh, just, I mean, they they've been with me in Boston for the last five years. Just, and they're not uh, going to different place, the different team. But I mean, we, I mean, I'm used to. I got traded from the Nationals to Boston. Uh, and then, like I say, if, if you get traded to a winning team, it's nothing by we so, I, I know the Tribe is a winning team. We got we got great great team, great uh, good pitching staff, jump pitching staff. But I know they they're really good. And then. I'm just looking forward just to have fun with the team, just trying to win some games. And when you were with Boston, I know playoff meetings and, and things like that, uh, what was your impressions of the Indians from the, the other side when, when you would prepare for games against them and things like that? Uh, great players, Lindor, Ramirez, Santana. Uh, a really good team. We always, I think that every time I play against the Indians, they were like the, the line. It was like it was tough for me just to, to call the game for uh, for the pitch because I know they got a really good team. They they can run. They can they can, they can hit a homer. They they can win the game in different aspects of the game. You know, so it was, for me it was, it was really tough to just to call the game for them. And for like, it's like I say, I mean now I'm with I'm, I'm with the Indians and then just I'm gonna do whatever to help the team to get to the playoff. Sandy Leon joining us. Uh, New Indians catcher joined the team. Uh, this past offseason from the Boston Red Sox. Uh, you began your career with the Nationals, and I, I was listening to a story earlier. You were, you were on the main stage there. Uh, you battled to get to the major leagues, and you make your major league debut, but it was, it was a good night but a rough night, huh? Yeah, I mean, you that's, as a player, you, you just want to get to the big leagues and play. And then I never got hurt in the minor leagues, not one time. And then my first game in 2012, I think it was May 14, one day after Mother's Day, uh, I got hurt in the 14 in, in home play. I got I got a collision home play, and I, I got a high, high ankle sprain, and I was out for a month and a half, two months. And then, as a player, I mean, I just the only thing I did after the game, after they took me, I was just cry, you know. I mean, you, you try so hard to get to the big leagues, and then get in the big leagues, and then get hurt in the first game is it's kind of tough, especially for me, being by myself. Family was at home in Venezuela, so I was by myself the whole time. So. It was it was a rough time, but that helped me to be a better player. You've been a part of a World Series team. Yes. Uh, this team here had, has been to the World Series, hasn't gotten over that hump. Obviously, you're, you're new to the team, but what can you bring through that experience to this club at certain points in time, you think? Uh, I think I'm going to do whatever to help the team to help the team to win a game. can be calling the game, can be moving the guy over from second base. Uh, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a lot of stuff to help the team win the game. Just trying to be a good teammate first, trying to be a good player, and trying to be who, who I am to help the team to win a game. 
you head home for a couple of days from here, but then it's out to Goodyear. Uh, excited to get it rolling, especially because of your situation with the new team. Yeah, that's why I'm getting there earlier. Just trying to uh, know the complex, know, uh, know the players, know the coaches. Uh, and then just trying to get ready to uh, to the season and trying to win a lot of games. And Arizona spring training, that'll be new, right? Yeah, first time for me. Everybody says every, every, all the trips are short, not like Florida. Florida, everything's far, two and a half, one and a half. So it's going to be different. This is going to be better for me. 40 minutes, longest bus ride. That's great. That's great for me. I, I take that the whole time, anytime. Sandy, great to meet you. Thank, for, uh, thank you for coming by today and enjoy the rest of the day. Oh, thank you guys for having me. At Sandy Leon, new Tribe catcher, joining us here on Tribe Talk live from Tribe Fest. Stay tuned. When we come back, we hope to hear from Aaron Savali, one of the keys to last year's Indian starting rotation. That's next on the Cleveland Clinic Indians Radio You're Network. The winner at every game. That's where the excitement begins. So catch Indian fever. Be a believer with the Cleveland Indians. It starts from the very first inning Indian Fever Each game is a brand new beginning It's the hits, the homers, the double plays It's how you feel when we win So catch Indian Fever Be a believer With the Cleveland Indians Folks, this baby isn't over yet. Now the one-two. Swung on a double play ball to short. Lindor gloves it, steps on second, throws to first, and a second double play. This one ends the inning. And Aaron Savali, well, he just keeps getting it done. The pitch swung on, skied in the air to right center. Puig and Allen there. Puig, the right fielder, makes the catch. How about Savali? 91 pitches in seven innings, his longest major league outing, and he has just been sensational again tonight. That was a good night, huh, Aaron? <laughs> Which night was that? I don't know. Seven strong innings, 91 pitches. <laughs> I'll take that any day. <laughs> Aaron Savali joining us. We're back on Tribe Talk from Tribe Fest at the Convention Center, downtown Cleveland. Great to have you with us. Jim Rosenhouse along with you for a live edition of Tribe Talk. Great to have you with us for some baseball talk as we are 11 days away from pitchers and catchers reporting to spring training and a great day here downtown. Uh, and we're joined now by Aaron Savali, who is one of the, the young pitchers who had a, a major breakthrough at the major league level a season ago. And uh, Aaron, you get done with a season like that, I mean, gosh, it seemed like so much good happen for you and, and were you able to kind of catch your breath at the end and, and think back to the season that it was and, and really evaluate it? Uh, not really. Um, took about four days to a week off and then kind of got back at it but uh, I don't know hopefully someday I'll be able to reflect and hopefully that's many years from now but just kind of keep everything one day at a time and go from there. And is that part of the key on what got you here and, and what you hope keeps you here? Yeah, I try not to live in the past or the future. Just try and be where I'm at at all times. All right, before we get a little bit deeper into your season last year and, and what you have going, we're across from the, the replica ballpark here where they're, they're playing the soft baseballs. You were out there earlier. 
how big a challenge is it playing with kids who are half your height and, and just they seem to be more grounded for that type of game was it tough uh, I was just kind of out there standing watching everything but those kids are out there having fun it's great it's a great thing they set up here are you concerned at all that Mike Freeman and, and Yu Chang have been putting the outfield for the current team that's out there <laughs> no they'll they'll take it done they'll, they'll get the job done that's infield position normally for them so it's a little bit smaller field out there that's all part of Tribe Fest here at, at the convention center uh, a lot going on good stuff so Aaron this time a year ago uh, you were not going to to major league camp but you had an opportunity to, to pitch in the major leagues after a short period of time. Is, is there an advantage in, in the situation that you were in to just being able to go at your own pace and maybe not be in a spot where you're trying to win a job out of spring training and prepare, prepare the way you needed to to have the success you did later on in the season? Um, well, going coming last offseason, I was coming back from an injury, so I was a little bit delayed into actual spring training. So regardless of which one I was in, it would have been delayed. Um, it's in minor league spring training camp and had another setback then. But, yeah, I mean, I, I'm always up for a competition and a challenge. And it, I don't, I wouldn't say one way or the other is the way it works out, but the, it worked out pretty well. Um, and always up for a challenge and just kind of go with the flow and go from there. You, can, you can't control all the little things. and. Those decisions are, are not ours, so we have to go with whatever whatever decisions are being made and give it our all with that. You mentioned the, the setback injury-wise. Um, you didn't have a, a whole lot of games under your belt when you got the call to the major leagues. Was it a surprise to you that, that you were the guy that, that got an opportunity there? Um, to others it may have been, but to me, no. It was kind of each game was the next one could not be here. So I was just kind of treating it as, I don't know, I had five five starts in Akron and then two in Columbus and had an opportunity. Clev rolled his ankle and needed to miss a start. So I just happened to line up for that day and got an opportunity. And I knew it was going to be one start at the time, but a good in, good first impression can go a long way. And I knew when the time coming, coming back, uh, I, I wasn't going to make sure that that was a lost opportunity. I was going to make sure that that next decision for someone else to come up was going to be me. And you're in the heat of a pennant race when, when you come back, and every start's a big start. Like I said, I'm always up for a challenge. Yeah. A lot of fun to be in that spot. Yeah, just a great atmosphere. I came into a great clubhouse. Um, even the debut, I was there for two days, but it's treated as if I was there in spring training for the last five years. But, yeah, you just come in, and the, the atmosphere and the way the team and everything set up starts, it makes everything easier. Do you remember who, like, you show up to make a start, and it's at home. Um, do you remember who like, immediately came up and made you feel welcome and, and helped you along the way? Um, I came up playing with some of the guys, but Naquin's locker was next to mine, so it's, I've seen him in some rehab starts over the years and some, some strength camps out in Arizona. Um, but everyone, everyone around was great. Um, came up with Bieber, came up with Plesak, they're all there. Um, I've never played with a lot of those guys, but I've seen them around and they've never been anything but helpful and awesome. Aaron Savali joining us, and uh, it's a great story a year ago, part of uh, a young Major League pitching staff that really helped the Indians get back in the pennant chase and, and make a, a race of it down the stretch. And uh, Aaron, you look at background and, and you're from 
the, the Northeast New England area, uh, went to Northeastern, and I know we talked about it on a pregame show last year, but um, your, your choice of schools, a lot of it had to do with, with academics, and I'm sure there's some parents listening out there, maybe some yeah. kids who are getting ready to, to try and make some big decisions in life, and explain what it came down to for you to, to attend Northeastern. Uh, yeah, so I studied mechanical engineering at Northeastern, and going into that process, I knew it was something science or math related. That was kind of where my focus was in school. So I was just trying to find the best combination of opportunity with math and science combined with baseball, and that just happened to be Northeastern with mechanical engineering. Actually started in chemical engineering, but some of those classes were a little challenging, and some of them didn't work out with the, the way our season lined up in the spring. Um, would have missed probably every single lab for one of the classes and that just wouldn't have worked but switched to mechanical and uh yeah it was just opportunity for both baseball and school whichever fit best for me and then just rolled with baseball and it's worked out since and there, there is a cleveland tie to the the baseball program there explain who the the coach was that uh, had been in the indian system and, and how good a program it is which people may not recognize because it's a, a smaller school in the Northeast. Is it, isn't it uh, Mike Lavin? Yeah, Mike Lavin's the yeah. head coach at Northeastern. Yeah. yeah, so he got he got drafted by the Indians uh, way back when. I don't know how long ago exactly, but yeah, he's he runs a great program there. Um, he understands what, what everybody needs to accomplish to get better and become not only better baseball players, but better people. Um, he, he runs a good good program over there so you have this this nice break-in season in the major leagues and uh, you mentioned it took about four days to think about it and, and, and get on with preparations for the next year good solid off season the way you like it to go and, and uh, ready to get out to good year and get going yeah absolutely um took those four days early on um another small trip out went out to not small but went out and visited my brother he's working in hawaii um out there around Thanksgiving time, actually got engaged out there, so it's, it's been a pretty good offseason, uh, both preparation for baseball-wise and personally. Um, uh, my brother actually got engaged recently, too, so it's been a pretty, pretty big year for my parents. Um, I don't know how they're quite processing it all, but it's been, it's been awesome. Was that the same brother who made it in for your debut? Yeah. How about yeah. that? That's all right. Good news there. Aaron, thanks a lot for coming by. Yeah, uh, thanks for having me. Awesome season a year ago, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks in Goodyear. Sounds good. Thank you. That's Aaron Savali, Indians pitcher, a real mainstay in the starting rotation down the stretch last year. We'll take a break, come back, and uh, have our final segment of Tribe Talk after this timeout. Who's got the ballpark? The best is all right here. Who's got the fans with so much clean? Pride. Who's talking baseball? Talking tribe. We're talking baseball. Talking tribe. Nobody plays harder than the tribe. We've got the players. These guys are really hot. We've got a future. We're headed to the top. We're on the warpath. It's spreading far and wide. We're talking baseball. The 0-2. 
Swing and a miss. Good changeup, and Allen struck him out. Right, this is really encouraging to see Logan Allen's debut. And he has come out here and acted like, hey, look, I'm here to get the job done. And Logan Allen joins us now as we wrap up with our final segment of Tribe Talk live from Tribe Fest. Jim Rosenhouse along with you live today for our show and uh, great to be here and great to be joined by Logan Allen. That was a good day right there, huh? Yes, yes it was. It's, uh, that whole experience was awesome. You come over in the trade that everyone's talking about. Puig, Trevor Bauer, uh, Franmil Reyes, and, and you're one of those. The Indians were very clear in pointing out it's more than just the names that, that were talked about a lot, that there were some other pieces in this deal that could really be a lot of fun. What is What was your reaction to the trade when it happened? Well, so I had a little bit less of a reaction this time. This is the second time I've been traded. Uh, obviously, I was traded from Boston to San Diego for Corey, uh, for uh, Craig Kimbrell, excuse me. And, uh, you know, when I got the reaction, especially for, for Yassi and Fran Mill, who has been a close friend to me for years, and uh, just knowing the caliber player he is, and especially uh, the caliber player Trevor Bauer was and is, that... Uh, it was awesome, and uh, San Diego made it clear. Like when I uh, when it happened, they were like, Cleveland would not do it without you. You were the name, and that was that was it. There was no negotiating, and that made and the Indians said the same thing to me. So it made me very happy. It was one of those things where you know the Indians they want you. When a team wants you, there's there's no better feeling in the world than being a part of a team that truly cares and, uh, and wants the best for you. So it's your third major league organization. Yeah, I haven't been here that long, yeah. but early impressions seem to be very good. Yeah, yeah. Early impressions are great. Uh, I love this organization, man. I this the, the fan base, the staff, the the way everybody goes about the business, the team, like this, the city, everything. I love everything about the Cleveland organization. Uh, I've never been happier, and it's it's been a really, really good change for me and my family. So you had a, a chance to pitch in the big leagues with the Padres last year. That that one appearance with the Indians. What, what will allow you to make that next step to, to stay in the big leagues and help, whether it be a, as a starter, which I, I'm sure you're hoping, but Absolutely. maybe out of the pen too? Yeah, you know, I, uh, I was very lucky to have some early success in the big leagues with San Diego. And, uh, you know, I, I wasn't aware of a lot of things I, I could do to help improve my game pitching-wise. And uh, when I got traded over and the Indians made it very clear that this is how we're going to make you the best pitcher possible. And they have done an amazing job in helping me get better I mean I am a hundred times better than I was last year and that's scary to me because I actually I showed some really really good things last year and an ability to play at a high level especially um, to help the Cleveland Indian organization and uh, I'm just I'm super excited man this is going to be uh, it's going to be a really good year for me and and for me to continue to improve and just trust the Indians and everything they have uh, shown me and pitching coaches analytics guys you know just even just talking to Mike Biebs you know, even Police Sacks got some time, and, um, you know, all those guys you look up to. Cookie, for sure. And, yeah, this, this whole organization has been nothing but helpful to me. You know what's really funny is that if, if Motsi back at the station found a, a Mike Clevenger interview from when he was breaking in, talking about the changes that he made after being traded over, it's almost the exact same it's thing near, that you're, ta it's you're saying right identical. now. And we sat down and talked about it, and... You know, the way I've been going about my mechanical changes was, hey, look at Mike Clevenger. Obviously, we're two very different human beings. Clev's a freak athlete and just an unbelievable player. And I'm not, I'm a good player as well. But at the same time, our bodies are different. And just looking at how he went from, 
you know, a, a guy where I was at, like, yes, we could throw hard, but it wasn't consistent. It wasn't, um, you know, the command was off. And I'm going through the same changes he was going, going through. And now everything is just so much more improved. Analytically, you know, my body feels better. Arms feeling great. And um, that's just something that, that we've connected on a level that's different. Even Plesak, a lot of the same things Plesak uh, has worked on the last few years. And uh, even at the big league level, stuff I'm working on, too. Everybody likes to go to spring training in the best shape possible, and you've referenced Mike Clevenger, Zach Plesak. You guys work out together down in Florida, and I know Clev just briefly was, was talking earlier about uh, the people that he works with just put him in, in a great spot. They have some unique things that they, they do with weights and, and all the other stuff. Yeah. What do they do for you? Uh, you know, besides them being someone that kind of just pushes me in the weight room and stuff like that, like our, our trainer in Florida down in, uh, in Tampa was, was awesome. It was a great atmosphere with a lot of baseball players. And Clev brought his own twist into certain things with certain things he's learned from the organization. And, you know, I've had my twist of things in, in certain ways to work out. Uh, and they just, we just push each other. It was really good because Clev knows what he's talking about. He's able to help me. There's things I can help him with. Same thing. With, it's just it's. It's a group. It's a family. It's a family of trust. It's something you want as, as a starting rotation. Same thing with Shane, Cookie, Savali, you got, uh, AP, Plucko. I mean, you don't realize the amount of really talented players we have in this. What could be a free Rodriguez, Scott Moss, newly added the 40 man. This is this this is a rotation of dogs, man. This is like this has the potential to be one of the best rotations in baseball, and I would say that to anybody. Logan Allen joining us, uh, acquired last season in uh, the big trade deadline deal that uh, saw Trevor Bauer go to the Reds and uh, the Indians acquired Yasiel Puig. Also, uh, Fran Mil Reyes, Logan Allen was in that deal and uh, he's bidding to, to make this team coming out of spring training. Uh, something like this, where, where you come in, there's 35 guys from the 40-man roster who are here, especially for a new player to the team. And uh, you were here for a little bit last year, but fairly new to the organization. How beneficial can a weekend like this be? Oh, it's amazing. I was already really close to a lot of the guys, uh, especially coming over from the trade. I mean, I kind of heard that I got traded uh, from Mike and Simber uh, and Brad Hand before I had heard from anybody. I was in Nashville. I just got an option. It was my first option. I got off the plane. I go to the field. I got fans in the stands going, hey, congrats. And I'm like, eh, weird, whatever. I get back in the locker room, and I've got like six missed phone calls from Clev. And I'm like, yo, what is going on? And they, Brad and all them and text and you know, that's how I that's how I found out. So I knew a lot of these guys and then obviously coming here and getting to get a little closer to guys like uh, you know Perez. I don't know Perez all that well. We're still getting to know each other as pitcher catcher relationship. Whitgren and a lot of these guys and even you know Mike Freeman. Um, he was my I went to a Clemson baseball camp when I was 13 years old. He was my coach at Clemson baseball camp. And when I went in the locker room and I saw him that first time, I couldn't believe it. I was so shocked. So I mean, just, did he remember you? He did. Once, like, it kind of popped in his head, like short, little chubby guy that played outfield. Yeah, that was what we what we, what we went through. <laughs> it was uh, it was awesome. So like, this weekend's good for everybody. I mean, especially having the personalities like Fran Mill, um, you know, Shane up and walking around again and stuff like that. So. It's uh, it's this weekend's exactly what the team needs. And real quick, you weren't in town, I think, 10 minutes this week. You went right to the Cleveland Clinic to see kids? Yeah, I, I landed um, that night pretty late with my parents. My parents came to town, and then I woke up, went right to the Cleveland Clinic by myself with the family, and then you know had a great time over there. It was an outstanding experience. And then the following day, Cookie and I hit the food bank and, and, and made that quite a, a trip for some eighth graders. 
Logan Allen, thanks for the visit. We're running out of time. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me. That's Indians pitcher Logan Allen. Thanks to Mike Curry and Anthony Alford on site here at the Huntington Convention Center in downtown Cleveland. For Brian Matze back at our network studios, this is Jim Rosenhouse. You've been listening to Tribe Talk on the Cleveland Clinic Indians Radio Network. on the Cleveland Indians Radio Network has been brought to you by Progressive, helping Indians fans save hundreds on car insurance.